0: If you want to be a premier cop, then you need to learn from the premier police training company in the land. Of course, I'm talking about Street Cop Training. They've got dozens of instructors out in the field right now sharing their expertise in narcotics, interdiction, report writing, first aid, mental health, case law, and just quality police work. And those aren't even all the topics. There's literally something for everybody. I've attended several classes myself, and I can tell you that these folks cannot miss. Dennis Benino, the owner, is doing massive things for the world of law enforcement at a time when everyone else seems to be running away from it. Street Cop Training is literally the best in the business. Check out their private Instagram and join their law enforcement-only Facebook group to get free trainings, and then check out upcoming in-person and on-demand trainings at streetcop.com. You will not. Be disappointed.
1: The views and opinions expressed on the 108 podcast are those of the authors and guests individually. They do not necessarily reflect an official policy or position. The 108 podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not affiliated with any entity, agency, or department.
0: This week on the 108 podcast, Welcome to Germany with Jan, the German cop.
2: So after two and a half years, you're a police officer. I pay your bills uh, with my taxes. You don't know nothing. In Hamburg, it was almost like a war. We got shot at with was like metal bullets and they were not coming to protest. They were coming to burn stuff and attack police officers. In Hamburg, we drive normally um, E-Class in You don't speak French? Fuck you. Three in the morning and there's a car. Okay, we're gonna stop that one. Uh, even if you didn't do anything.
0: ready because we are going to Germany and we are going to be talking to my buddy Jan he is a police officer in in Hamburg Germany right
2: yes that's correct Hamburg is the second largest city in Hamburg and uh, Germany
0: okay perfect so this is gonna be great I know nothing about international policing I don't know what it's like I don't I don't know anything so this is gonna be fun I'm gonna be learning a lot hopefully my listeners will but first and foremost Jan thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and uh, and having a chat with me
2: it's my pleasure uh, thanks for having me
0: Absolutely. So first, we'll start with the very basics. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Let us know um, how long you've been on the job and what you currently do, and we'll go from there.
2: Uh, Okay. Um, Yeah, my name is Jan, and I'm uh, 45 years old. Um, I started um, actually in banking um, my job career um, uh, with a little uh, pause uh, at the German army. Um, It was mandatory during the time. Um, I did like almost a year. And then back to banking, and, uh, but I learned very shortly that I'm not a salesperson, and so uh, I was good in giving advice, but not in selling stuff, so I figured out that I have to do something else, and my best friend was, in, or is a uh, police officer, and he says, no, why don't you go to police? And then came 9-11, which really shook me. I have family in New York, so that really touched me, and I thought I want to do something meaningful, something where I can look at myself in the mirror every day and say, okay, that's Uh, you did something good today and so I started working out for getting a police officer and I did all the tests and then in 2007 they said okay everything's right your eyesight is too bad so that was Mm. it so I got back to banking and then a few years after I okay that that could be it Uh, I need to do something different I wanted to go into the police so um, I had surgery Um, my eyes got lasered and then I didn't give it another try and yeah, they took me at uh, almost 35 years old. and I was the, really the old rookie there. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that has been like uh, over 10 years now. And I'm really, really happy with my decision. And uh, so happy I quit banking and got <laughs> into this new profession.
0: Absolutely. That's a that's a big jump from per, uh, from banking to policing.
2: That is, that is. And as well as back to, to school, to the police academy. Um, in Germany, I think that's one of the huge differences um, to the U.S., you have two and a half years uh, until you're ready uh, until you're a police officer. Mm, You have one year in in the police academy, then one year uh, and half year, half year, six months. Um, Like on the job, you go into a precinct, you uh, work the whole, whole thing, you like night shifts and all that stuff. And then after that, it's another year at the police academy. So after two and a half years, you're finished, and then you're, uh, yeah, you're a police officer. Oh, that's so very I think interesting. That's a huge difference
0: to the U.S., right? Very, very much so. I w- I'm going to go right into that in just a second. But just so everyone listens or understands, I met Jan through patch trading. I saw that you were commenting on a patch trading uh, page, and so you're very. And you said that you had family in New York, so you're very familiar with police culture. So that's going to be good. It, I won't have to like explain things to you, at least police culture in the U.S. So that's great.
2: So yes, I have um I have lots of friends, um, especially around the New York area. and mm-hmm. um, I see you're a Yankees, Yankees, yep, yeah, there, yeah, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a huge Yankees fan, so that's uh, is, that's it. <laughs>
0: perfect, perfect. So yeah, so my police academy um was a little different than most police officers that I've spoke to, but mine was it was connected to the community college. So I went to the community col well, I went to the police academy, but I was technically a student of the college um, for six months, I did not live there. I just, um, it was, it was a day academy. So I would go in at eight o'clock in the morning, go home at five at night, do that five days a week for about six months. Um, in okay. my, yeah, in my situation, you know, like I said, it was connected to the, uh, to the college. So, you know, I got a grade point average and all that other stuff, but, uh, no, that, that wasn't in- incentive for me at all. Um, cause I had already had a degree at that point. I know some people, that I've spoken to their academy, they either have to live at it or uh, it's a little bit longer. Um, So let me ask you, when you did your initial one-year academy, um, what was that like? Did did you get to go home at at the end of class or did you have to stay there? How did that work?
2: It was um, – I was uh, going home every day. It was from like 7.30 a.m. to around um, 4 p.m., like a normal working day with – class of uh, law and all that stuff and lots of sports and uh yeah self-defense techniques and all that and all that mm-hmm. stuff gotcha. so you have and to take after after that one year you have to take um, some exams and if you pass them then you can go on to the to the station to the precinct for that half year and work uh, the whole police stuff and so when you when you go you back go to back. The,
0: when you go back to the precinct uh, after your year in the academy, do you are you attached to another officer like what we would call field training, or are you just kind yes. of okay. You know, okay? You get so a,
2: in Germany we call that um, beer leader beerenführer and um, beer child. So okay. um, You had to get attached to one, and he has to uh, he's responsible for you. So he gives Got you a, a grade after that, and and if, if you pass it, sometimes some don't pass it, so they have to do another half year. So. Then it's not two and a half years, so it's three years if you're not good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and then you pass. Gets... Yeah. Yeah.
0: So so you you if you pass, then is there a test to get out of that phase, or do you go? To, is it just if he gives the the thumbs up, the seal of approval, you get to go to the next phase?
2: Yeah, you, he gives you a thumbs up, and um, then you have to uh, get back to police academy for that. Uh, yeah, for another year. So after two and a half years, you're done.
0: So that second, yep, uh, that second yeah, term if you, if you in the police academy. Okay, if that's in the second turn in the police academy, what do you learn at that point?
2: Uh, you concentrate very much on 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 law, on special things. Um, you do like uh, driving test, shooting, and and all that. All the and stuff.
0: do you not do you not do that in the first year that you're there?
2: Yeah, we do that too. So okay, um, so
0: it's just kind of refining my, skills. From,
2: yeah, from my point of view, I think uh, you can at least uh, skip six months if, if you mm. all combined and uh, compress a little bit. And but uh, yeah, they think it needs to be two and a half years.
0: So the way okay, but a lot of it's just refresher and kind of repeat information that you've already gotten the first time.
2: Yeah, you get you learn more things. Like in the first year, you start or uh, you concentrate on like traffic law and uh, just the normal like theft and. Uh, in that second year, you get into like uh, murder and all that, that mm. stuff. So Okay. Uh, so, arson and all that.
0: yeah, yeah. So for the, for the German police force, are you attached? Is it, is it like a city-based police force or are you learning like national law?
2: Um, in Germany, uh, police is uh, it's a federal thing. We have mm. 16 federal states, like the U.S. has 50. We have 16 in Germany and every state has its own police. So you don't go to, uh, two cities and they have two, uh, in the same federal state, they have like, uh, when you say California, like mm. you don't have, uh, San Francisco and Los Angeles, they would have the same police, like, like in here
1: mm, they're from okay. the state
2: of California. So here it's from the state of like say Hamburg is a big city. It's only a city state. Um, but like when you go collecting patches in Germany, you have like 16. Mm, uh, okay i had a friend over from from uh from ohio and he said okay uh, oh we can go to that city um we can get to the police and get another patch and i said no it's the same patch mm-hmm. but we're in the same federal state
0: gotcha so, that, and, uh, that's the only that's a big difference that i've noticed
2: yeah we have um like a 17th of the federal police um they're responsible for um the borders and um, airports and stuff like that
0: gotcha okay so, so that's when about I... it I went to Ireland a couple of years ago and they have the Garda in, uh, in Ireland. Yes. And that is it. That's, you know, you don't have the Dublin police. You don't have the, the Galway police. It is just the Garda and it's for the entire country. And that's yeah, an it's exactly thing. the
2: same. same yeah. here.
0: Okay. And that's, that's a big difference that I've noticed throughout all the world, you know, with, with um, the United States. And I'm looking at my patch board right now Every little tiny hamlet or or township or whatever they have their own police force, but and then you've got the state police and then you've got a federal level as well. Whereas it just sounds like for you guys and and almost everywhere else in the in the world, it's not the same. They you're broken down into like you said your states or your city states, and that's that's it. And then you have the national police as well.
2: Yeah, it's really it's really complicated. When when uh, as a German guy, you come to like uh, where my my. Uh... My family in New York, they live in a small uh, suburb um on Long Island, and it's a really like a small town from like fifteen thousand people and mm-hmm. and they have the the town police, they have the county police, they have the state police, and uh some small villages in that town has its own police too and right it's right of like, like five wow, police okay. officers,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> so how does that look coming from from your 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 home when you go there? Does it look like the United States is much more of a police state? because like, we have so many different police agencies, or how does that look to you?
2: I think um, I really, really like like it in The US. because I personally feel very safe because there is uh, lots of police. But it's yeah, it's totally totally different. I think the the police um, still has a little bit more. Um, how to say it, a little more respect? I think mm-hmm. I, I I talk to lots of police officers in the US and say, okay, we have no respect at all, but it's still when you compare it to Germany, I think it's, uh, it's still there. And, mm. So how, yeah. so
0: what is your, your country's opinion of the police? Like, obviously, you, you know, it's very vocal on social media, how the United States is having their issues with the police and the public. What is it like in Germany, or at least where you work? Is it, is it calm or do people respect you guys? Do they give you a hard time? What is it like?
2: It's really, it's, it depends on the, on the precinct or the town where you work. So she's uh my station we have a really very wealthy uh neighborhood so you have mostly to do with elderly people so they they still have the respect for the police
1: mm-hmm.
2: but um i've worked uh though the whole city of, of hamburg and like the red light district or really poor neighborhoods and yeah they they have like no respect at all for the police
0: sure sure they so, they're, they're-
2: that's really depends on, on the area where you, where you work.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's very similar to the, to the United States. I mean, you can go, I'm in Florida, so you can go to a very nice, it, it, it just depends on what the nexus of crime is. If you ask me, I think like, you know, you have a, I had a, I had a lady ride along with me once and she was like, Oh, well, you know, this is a nicer neighborhood. So I'm sure there's no crime. And I said, no, there's plenty of crime. I was like, the difference yeah. is what causes the crime. Um, you know, um, you're going to have a domestic violence in either place, whether you're in a, a poor neighborhood or a rich neighborhood, but there might be a different reason why the couple fights or why the family fights. And that's, yep. and I, that's why I told her and she kind of understood. And that kind of sounds exactly like that as, as far as um, the respect you get. Um, obviously if you're, if you're mm-hmm. responding to a call in say the the more wealthy area, I'm sure the police or the the public is going to be more um, appreciative of the police but if you're going to go into a rougher neighborhood where you know maybe the criminals live or maybe the criminals stem from yeah they're going to have a more negative impact because they're not the ones being victimized they're doing not everyone in that neighborhood but you know there's there's a chance of more victim or those being the victimizers
2: i haven't i've had really uh tons of uh crimes in, in a really wealthy neighborhood like. Uh, domestic violence,
1: mm. and
2: uh, of course, yeah. From those people, they normally have respect, but some say like, okay, um, I make I don't know two millions a year. Um, what do you want from me? Uh, I pay your I pay your bills uh, with my taxes, and that's like okay, come on. Uh, oh, um, so you get you get people, that same
0: spiel there too?
2: Yeah, of course. And uh, the problem there is um, when you like you work in a like in a red light district and people say, ah, oh, I know the the police commissioner and he's okay. Uh, you don't know, you don't know nothing. Right? You know, it's a pin from the other side, but in my area, when people say they know the police commissioner, they really do because he lives around the corner. Oh, so okay, that's okay. like, uh, okay. But, yeah. Gotcha. So, so
0: for everyone listening, you know, everyone in the United States are like, are you sure this guy's from Germany? Because this sounds like exactly the stuff we le- listen or deal with on the, on a day to day basis. So that's pretty funny that the same kind of mentality is is well across the the ocean as well and into into your area as well now i know in england and in ireland when i was there that's kind of the extent of my international knowledge so i'm going to refer that a lot um you need to basically be a special class to hold a weapon or drive a car you know they they kind of they don't give every police officer a gun and a police car like they do in the United States. Is that how it is in Germany or is everyone armed and everyone driving in a car?
2: No, every, every, um, real police officer is armed. Um, we have a normal weapon. And even if we uh, do that, that six months like field training, um, we get our weapon and, uh, you're allowed to drive a car. And we just had one, um, one girl who, uh, just graduated from police Academy. And, she was only 19 years old and in germany you're only allowed to get your license with um 18 mm. not like 16 in the us yeah
1: so
2: um she finished her her um, police academy um, at the first of august but she only got her driving license um in may so there's a two-year like uh special or training time like you're allowed to drive but you don't if you get caught speeding once your driver's license is gone so she is allowed to drive the police car, but not with with the lights on and the siren. Mm-hmm. So that's really funny. She needs the training. So our boss <laughs> says, "Yeah, let her drive." And drive her. She drives around, and then you get a call like, "Okay, turn on the lights," and "Okay, we have to change the the, the driver." And look. <laughs> it's kind of funny when you're actually on the street, just stand, and everyone gets out, <laughs> the other guy, and with Right, and, right. And then with siren and uh, and the horn on, though. Um, that's funny actually we we allowed it. that's the difference between i just had a, a a conversation with a guy from from ireland from the garter and uh he talks about a guy they they chased and he uh he put his his hand in his in his pants and she thought okay he, he's getting a gun out or, or a knife or anything and and i was thinking if i had that that same situation i would pull my gun and i would would be ready to shoot and they just don't have guns yeah so yeah. that's I always hope that I will never have to fire it, but it's really it's a good feeling to have it and Absolutely. those guys there and in, in those countries, they have my really absolute respect um, for working all that without having that that last and final chance to defeat uh, themselves. Right. right. Right.
0: Yeah. I um, yeah. When I was in Ireland, I remember being in Galway, and my tour guide. She was from somewhere in Ireland. I can't remember, but, and she was telling me all about it. And I was a, I was a baby cop. I think I had just completed my first year on the streets. And she said, yes, in Ireland, only the, uh, like the, the gang units or those that work in really rough areas, they get, they're armed. Everyone else is not. And that was, that was beyond, you know, my comprehension for you guys. Do you guys work? What is your shift? Like, do you work 12 hours and rotating or how, how does that work?
2: Um we actually um have um five day turns. So we start with an early shift from uh, five thirty AM to um around two PM. Then there's a twelve hour day shift from five thirty to um five thirty in the morning to five thirty in the evening. Mm-hmm. Then there's the late shift from around noon to um, nine PM and then you have two night shifts from thirty to 630 and from 930 to 630 and then you have uh, three days off okay so it's okay. early and nights um, that all combined
0: gotcha gotcha and then you've got and then you said you have the three days off so a different group will take the street at that point yes gotcha and what, what are...
2: for four shifts normally i am um, from a to D and um, that's Somehow it works out. Big, sometimes
0: but. I rotate. Okay. Gotcha. And what, what is your current assignment?
2: Um, I work at a, at a normal preaching at a station and I, uh, I go out on, uh, on calls. And sometimes I, I stay inside and, uh, take calls and, and written, work the radio mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've been, um, when I finished with the police academy, I was at a special unit for three and a half years. Where take, uh, like football soccer matches and demonstrations and working drug scenes and and all that oh. all that stuff and now I'm at this precinct for four and a half years and I'm also a um a training officer so if they uh, uh if we get uh, rookies or trainees from the academy I I work with them that that half mm-hmm. year and so uh, normally when we um when we go outside or if we take a call um there's two uh, regular police officers, and most of the time there's one rookie too from the police mm, academy. So
0: okay. Most of the and, time it's three guys. Okay, so on a, on, a, on a given call, you're gonna have three people there.
2: Most of the time, normally it's two, but as we all, as we try to, uh, yeah, get more and more um, new graduates uh, at the police, so mostly it's everyone has his own rookie.
0: And do you guys um, ride two to a car, or do you, do you guys ride by yourself?
2: No, and um, we, uh, t- like three guys in one, in one car then.
0: Okay. Okay. So we've only like
2: one, our, our boss has its, has its, its own car. Uh, he, he drives alone normally if we have enough, uh, if enough men, um, that he can go alone in that car. Otherwise it's all, it's almost, uh, two people.
0: Gotcha. What is, what is your staffing, uh, levels like, like in America, everyone I've talked to, there's understaffing. There's just not enough people that want to be the police at the moment. Um, so, I, it's very hard to even imagine driving two to a car because you just don't have an, the manpower for it. Um, what is it like in Germany? Do you have people act like is staffing good, or are you guys short on people as well?
2: No, uh, it's the same. I think it's the same everywhere. We are really short on, on people, and um, the sad thing is um, the the quality you, you get from uh, from the new guys is uh, is not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, they always. Um, they really lowered the um the things you you need to the the grades um and like the sport test you have to take they lowered all that stuff so you get people um that have here at the the police and you think like okay that's uh i don't want to drive alone with this guy yeah by the way if you hear funny noises, that's my french bulldog Um, okay (laughs) uh, (laughs) i did i heard some growling i didn't know what your
1: kids were up to
2: No, no, that's that's my mm -hmm, that's Oh, look at your puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um we have really really big problems um getting uh good good people and yeah so most of the time it's uh sometimes our um we we are responsible for i think like one hundred and twenty thousand people in my Oof. area
0: yeah
2: um so uh we have uh 1000 streets we have to take care of and sometimes it's a saturday night and there's like two cars all that
0: wow
2: that's so, that's crazy um, that's not the way it's be. the good the good thing um in hamburg is it's uh, it's not that it has over two million people but the area the it's not that big so if you need um if you need backup um you just give a call on the radio and there in a few minutes there there's like two three four more cars but mm-hmm. normally from the start it's only those two most of the time and that, wow yeah. So it's you have a dead lot dead.
0: of empty shifts then. So you you talked about the way your shifts are broken up, but a lot of them are empty then.
2: Yes, and especially now with with, with COVID, um, lots of people are in quarantine. So um, yeah, it's not getting better.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, <laughs> it, it all sounds about the same. You know, our our candidates that we're getting for some reason, I don't know if it's it's, it's gotta be the work ethic instilled in this current generation that's going through the police academies, because the work ethic just isn't the same. You've got, you know, again, they're, they're lowering standards and that could be for passing written tests, passing physical tests. It's just, is not the same. And it's, it's very scary um, because the people that have been in for a while, yourself, myself, um, some are leaving and some are getting hurt. You know, there's so many just different things where we need, this fresh class to come in, but it's just, it's not coming as quick as it needs to.
2: Yeah. When I, um, when I came to this precinct, um, I was, uh, really, I had like four or uh, yeah, three and a half years without, uh, coming out of the Academy. So, uh, with this time now, if I would come now, I would be the second longest on the fourth in my shift. And that time wow. I was, I was like a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Yeah. That's, um, that's like, crazy. On this this next month we we lose um three guys um with like four three and two years of experience and we get three from the academy wow so that's like okay you have to start right at the beginning with those guys again and um and, and hope yeah, they make and anyone, it yeah and you only have yeah <laughs> if they if they uh write the test correct and uh you have to really not look on your rookie who's right from the academy and going back but you have to pay attention to the other one too and yeah. to the perp you're you're attending and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that's yeah,
0: yeah that's that's a bad. lot to to no work bad. on i remember before i left my last agency i had uh about six and a half years on and i was the most senior guy on the squad it, which, Isn't which that it, yeah blew I mean, my that's, mind that's... <laughs> yeah blew my mind and before that um I had just so that was my old squad. I went away on a on a special assignment for about a year. But before that, before I was on the special assignment, I was on that squad before. And the senior guy was forty years in law enforcement, and he had already previously retired from another place. Um, then, but from him to the next most senior guy was yeah the forty year guy, and then ten. Like that was the big jump. Like there was nothing yeah. in between. And um yeah. and then everything just kind of funneled down to me where I was like the fourth most senior at that time. So it's it's shocking. It's it's really bad. Do you guys have special assignments over there? Like you know, like a, a traffic unit or a drug unit or a SWAT team? Do you have anything like that?
2: Yeah, we have all those all those um, assignments. Um in our precinct there's um uh, there's uh officers in um uh, like regular clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, who drive in, in normal cars cars around and they those are in every precinct and uh of course you have got uh, detectives and stuff like that who yeah who work all the the crimes after we reported them and uh, but of course we've got uh, we got the uh, harbor police uh Hamburg has the largest uh harbor in, in Hamburg or one in, in Europe so uh we work with we those we have uh, a bike squad uh we've got divers and we've got really everything uh, we've got a helicopter and everything gotcha. uh, uh, like a big city uh, police has
0: gotcha okay so you have all the bells and whistles and all the fun toys and things like that yes they do gotcha
2: gotcha <laughs> there's there's some
0: uh, i mean there's some small agencies in in the united states that doesn't have any of that so it's good you know it's good to know um what is the crime rate like where you work is it is it is there a lot of crime is it not so bad what's it like
2: since our neighborhood is, is mostly wealthy, um, we have a lot of um, lot of break-ins, um, mm-hmm. like uh, into into home of home of people. So that uh, got a little bit down during COVID, and lots of people are in home office. So mm-hmm. uh, the burglars have no chance to get in because the people are always there. Yeah. So otherwise, we have problems with elderly people. We have lots of retirement homes,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so they get lost all the time and. Uh, that's some of the things we have and the, the the interesting stuff like okay, there's uh, like a knife fight stuff that that's mostly in the other uh, departments where we um, where we transfer or where we uh uh yeah take care of them too so that i mean uh, that
0: that sounds pretty um normal compared to what what i I'm known to deal with uh I came from an inner city uh so we dealt with you know shootings and fights and and all the violent crimes and everything now where i work it's um much more of a family community you know so you deal with more domestics um there are drugs of course but the the gang and violent crime stuff that's not really uh per, um, as prevalent where i work now um do you guys have problems with drugs over
2: there yeah we actually we have um uh like even the 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 wealthy kids they they have mariana and uh cocaine and all that stuff. We have mm-hmm. that with it, too. And of course, if there's the guys who want them, there's also the guys who got it. So the dealers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's not... Um, when I worked um, in the other um, department, um, They uh, we were really working the the hard uh, street drug mm-hmm. scene. So yeah. um, like at the red light district, and we have these really people who are almost dying and stuff like that. And so um, that, of course, we don't we don't have in our neighborhoods
0: now. So. Sure. But, is is heroin no. and fentanyl big over there?
2: Um, actually, um, heroin only like uh, what I just mentioned around the train station areas, Red Light District, all that. So, there gotcha. you have lots of heroin. Yeah. In our areas, not that. And fentanyl is really not that big here.
0: Okay, that's good. Um so the follow-up question I was going to have was do you guys ha- carry Narcan? Is that something that you guys do or is since it's not that big of an issue you guys don't carry it?
2: Um actually we don't we don't carry it. Okay, that's interesting.
0: And you mentioned marijuana, is marijuana still illegal over there?
2: It still is. Yeah. Um the new government we we have since uh last December um they want to legalize it, um but they haven't done it yet. So uh Gotcha. He still so, You have to it, write the reports and, uh, yeah.
0: Do you still arrest people for having it?
2: Um, actually, we normally don't take them with us. Uh, we take Mariano away. We, we, um, we talk on the phone to the detectives and say, okay, just, uh, you take the Mariana and leave the guy. Is
0: gotcha. Is there so, any kind of, um, ticket or citation or anything that you give for that? Or is it just literally, a normally it's a,
2: it's a small, it's a small fine. Mm. Um, they get, but uh it's yeah, it's it's a joke. It's yeah. yeah um uh, work for us, but uh the people get caught like okay. So yeah, what, it's not a big deal at
0: all. I the, the <laughs> no. last couple of marijuana arrests or any kind of enforcement I did, it was more work than it was worth. Like there there was no yeah. there was no jail time, there was minor fine, it was less money you, you had to pay more money for running a stop sign than having a little marijuana on you. So it was like, what, what's the point? Uh, a lot of times yeah. it would just be, you know, take the marijuana, dispose of it, put it in evidence, whatever, and send them on their way to that point. I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like what, <laughs> why am I holding on? I did make a, uh, a yeah. big arrest. Um, guy had three pounds of weed in, uh, in a, uh, backpack and he was selling, like he was, he was in a, um, in, in our nightclub district. And, um, he was like the the stash guy. So the dealers would come from the nightclubs, trade out some Mm. money, some drugs, and then they would go back in. Um, he ended up falling asleep behind the wheel while he was waiting for the guys to come in. He probably had a little bit too much of his own supply and that's how we (laughs) caught him. But, um, that was the last, uh, arrest that was worth it to me. But that, there were so many other factors that played into that. Um, if it was just, Straight marijuana if he was If we caught the dealer with like a couple bags of it It wouldn't have been worth it you know or, you know what I mean Like yeah it, it, Which is crazy Absolutely but, the same here. Yeah and I'm sure you know you said You've been doing this for 10 years so I'm sure you saw um, A point Of your career where marijuana was a big Arrest like it usually for, for us uh, Someone if, if someone's Holding marijuana as like a Dealer they probably Have an illegal gun on them they probably have More narcotics on them so, like you went from marijuana being this great thing to arrest for to it's not even really illegal anymore <laughs>
2: <laughs> it truly is, yeah, we had this um in, in Hamburg we have a huge um theater scene um from with people from uh from Africa mm. so around run area when it was i mean I, I'm really no no racist, but in that time um black people around this special area were like. All the 90% they were drug dealers. And mm-hmm. then you have this Hamburg has a really huge um, left wing scene,
1: mm-hmm. like
2: Antifa and all that stuff. Um,
1: yep.
2: I, I know that you now in, in the US have Antifa too. So it was all the time we had to, we, we got appointed to those certain areas where those um, black guys were dealing. And you got one, one dealer, and then there's like 10 guys from Antifa. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with that guy? Uh-huh. Okay. And, it was always, and then it was really like we just talked about those small amounts of wheat they had mm-hmm. and it was all the time it was like okay, is this is not worth it. Uh, you get in a, in a fight with those Antifa guys and the other guy has like I don't know, a few grams and and he gets released immediately. We don't yeah, even yeah. get get him to the station. So <laughs> Right, uh, right. It's like, okay, I, at the end I was so sick of doing those jobs that I thought, okay, I, I need to do something different and then I went to the to the normal precinct um because that the drug scene was a huge part of our last uh, of my last uh, thing where I worked so mm-hmm. um yeah
0: yeah i i agree it got to the point it got to the point now i had i had a uh, a drug prosecutor he made my job so when i was working narcotics he made my job so much more difficult um which i i pin that on him but maybe it wasn't just him but Um, to the point where even I was working hard drugs, I was, I was arresting people for methamphetamine and fentanyl and, um, heroin and stuff like that. And we were losing cases on technicalities. And I was like, this isn't, what's the point? Why am I wasting all my time on these arrests if, if it's not going to amount to anything? And that's why I ultimately, ultimately left narcotics. Um, but yeah. So did, was Antifa a big thing before it was a big thing in the United States? Like, did you guys have this yes, several years? Yes. Okay.
2: We had that. Um, I think I remember it when I was really little, like in the, um, in the early eighties, um, mm. they had lots of, uh, lots of houses were, um, were claimed from those left wing Antifa guys in the, in the Harbor and in, in Germany and Hamburg. And yeah, the police wanted to take back those houses and, they threw like uh, yeah huge stones, even even toilets and those from from the like the top of those uh, houses from the yeah. top stories, and uh, it's still a miracle why uh, how uh, police officers didn't get killed.
0: Wow! Uh, so you those, had you had those, the big uh, riots so. and the big demonstrations. So we had
2: that, yeah, we had that uh, like yeah for now it's I think over forty years now. Wow! And, um, the, the, really the, the summit from all that was in 2017 when there was the G20 summit, mm-hmm. uh, where Trump and all those guys came, um, they came to Hamburg and our, um, our mayor here said, okay, it's just like a, it's going to be a big party. Everybody's going to be happy. And, uh, so many people from foreign countries would come and, uh, it was in Hamburg. It was almost like a war, it's like a civil really? war. And, uh, we got shot at with uh, with small, uh, like metal bullets um, from those string things, uh, yeah. which you have as a, as a little kid, but those mm-hmm. like professional ones. Um, uh, my one of my colleagues who was uh, walking next to me, he got he got shot and he had like a huge hole in his in his mm-hmm. uh, in his leg and and all that stuff. And that was because uh, there were guys from from especially from Italy and France and even from South America that were coming and they were not coming to protest. They were coming to yeah burn stuff and attack police officers. It was. It was one week, and it was after that we worked—I don't know—like 20 hours every day, and it was in the middle of the summer. And that—that was at the end. I was like, okay, it's uh, enough of, of that. And sure,
0: uh, sure. So you, yeah. Basically, two years ago, with the whole George Floyd situation and all the demonstrations, you saw them. And was like, ah, huh, welcome to the party, America. This is what we've been dealing with for yeah, years. Yeah, it was.
2: It was. It was really. If you if you uh, if you go to YouTube and you uh, G20 Hamburg. And, uh, you see that, yeah, that was like, like, like war. And when I saw that, what you just mentioned, I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's the thing we, we had here and, um, uh, mm. even really here in, in this city.
0: That's, that's interesting. Um, because it's, it's interesting because America has no idea about that. I'd never heard anything about the, you know, riots or anything like that attached to the G20 summit. I just thought it was a G20, like, you know, the, the government leaders getting together and, and. They they never talk about the protests or anything that went along with it. So it's very interesting to hear that.
2: Yeah, they went they went to the opera with some nice food, and uh, we were getting uh, kicked and uh, thrown rocks at our helmets and stuff like that. And, right.
0: And and uh, the crazy thing that you yeah. said that shocked me was that the people that were really causing the problems weren't German. They weren't from there. They were they were brought in from all across the country or all across the world.
2: Yeah, most most of the most of the time, uh, most of the people were, and it was we we knew that those uh, people were coming as a police we knew that and we tried to um uh to make sure that they didn't even get into the city so uh, we tried to to stop buses uh way outside of of hamburg and uh the sad thing is um the all the courts uh because those people they they went to court and said okay that's not that's not right that's illegal illegal uh stopping those buses and most of them they they were agreed on uh, before court and it was like what? I mean, we found, like, weapons and masks and all that stuff in those buses and said, no, 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 that he, you, sh- you shouldn't have stopped them in the first place. Huh? That was illegal yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That would get you so mad.
0: Sure, sure. I, I definitely, I, I could imagine. And that's almost like, you know, I'm sure, you know, you saw everything that was happening a few years ago where you have these cities burning down and the people that were burning down the cities, they don't live in those cities. It's the exact same yeah. idea. That's that's crazy. And yeah. I remember my agency, we didn't really have to deal with much of that, but I had the exact same idea that you said. I was like, why don't we stop these people before they come to our city and make them understand that this is not where you're going to be doing it. And you know, basically we couldn't, that's, that's crazy. It's crazy that you understood years before we even had an idea what was coming.
2: Sadly. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so another question is, uh, what kind of police cars do you guys drive over there?
2: Oh, uh, now I'm going to make you really, really jealous. Um, in Germany, it's, it's different, uh, but in Hamburg, we drive normally um, E-Class Mercedes, um, wow. the station wagons. So they're normally um, we drive them in our precinct for yeah two years, two and a half years, and then we get we get the new model.
0: Wow, so, <laughs> that um, yeah, I am
3: jealous. For yeah, that. we're
2: really, we're really lucky. <laughs> Gotcha. And some guys even complain to that, to, to those cars, like, uh, uh I don't know, you mean. I just I could not just, just shut up.
0: Yeah, shut yeah, up. really. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do, you said is different throughout Germany, though, what else do they have over there as far as police cars?
2: Oh, um, uh, like, I know in Bavaria, they have mostly BMWs and Audis, mm-hmm. uh, some in Berlin, they, they are not that well equipped, they, they have, I think, Opel, like, uh, and, some, some Ford
0: okay. but, uh, Ugh, Ford, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the standard over here. And you're just like, Oh, they got, they got yeah. the Fords over there.
2: I was really, um, when we, when we, when you watch like, like, um, us, uh, yeah. Us shows where they have police cars and they always show the, the really nice ones. Mm-hmm. And when I was, uh, the last time I was in New York, I, uh, I ride along some guys from the NYPD in Harlem. Oh, and okay. I was at a was it a Ford? The yeah, it is a standard uh, police uh, SUV from from Ford. Yeah, the the,
0: uh, uh, the Explorer. The,
2: yeah, and this car was. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, like, okay, could we get another car because that one was, oh, was <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, it was remember, really disgusting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember watching, uh, growing up, different police shows. Uh, not even growing up as I was older and they when they were based in New York and I would see uh, the Chevy Impala that they would throw out there. And I was like, wow, that's a really yeah. nice police car until I actually had to drive it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Why is that like the standard? And then, of course, yeah. you know, the Crown Vic and everything. But, yeah, that's, I mean, when you're driving when you're driving Mercedes Benz on your patrol beat, I mean, it's hard to hard to beat that. Yeah, unless unless you got someone from, like, um, Abu Dhabi or something like that where they're driving Lamborghinis or something like that.
2: Yeah, okay, nobody can beat that.
0: <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. I wonder, I, I got to get someone from Abu Dhabi to come on the show because I've got so many questions about that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I always wonder, um, I mean, there's, like, no space in that car. Uh, mm-hmm. You can just drive around, right? People tickets and that's about it. Right, right,
0: right, and that's what I was going to ask. Since you <laughs> since you drive the station wagon, do do you put like arrestees in the back of the like in the trunk area of the station wagon?
2: Um, we put them on the on the on the back seat, so mm,
0: okay.
1: um,
2: on the right, right. on the right hand side. But there's no um, no glass or no wall between between that. So there's gotcha. always one one guy sitting sitting behind the driver to take care that the arrestee not uh, doesn't do anything.
0: Mm,
1: okay
2: uh, the the back the back of the of the station wagon is fully equipped with all with all stuff
0: with all the gear we're, and yeah gotcha
2: okay we have um anti-riot gear and um yeah machine pistols and things for traffic accidents and all that stuff so that's gotcha. really like there's no space at all
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah i got that do you, and you guys use handcuffs too or no
2: yeah of course okay okay
0: i wasn't sure if yeah, they were everybody
2: else has his own handcuffs. I think our our belt is uh does doesn't look that different to a like an US police officer. Mm, gotcha. We've got vests uh, now for like 2 or 3 years. You can wear um over your shirt. Mm-hmm. Normally wear those like all most of the time it's under the shirt, but now we have an over the shirt where you can attach your uh, your radio and uh, some handcuffs and all that stuff on that. You
0: guys use tasers and stuff like that as well?
2: Um we that's a that's a big big thing in in germany it's a it's a big topic um the um pbas they they want us to to get tasers um and i think it's really it's a it's a good thing to have uh, at the moment it's only those like swat they they have mm. it um we don't have them yet but uh yeah do gotcha. you have the pba over there it. yes
0: oh okay that's cool i did, i had yeah. no idea that it was international so i'm sure some of my uh, listenership It's not, it's is going... not that
2: t v but we've got our own our own yeah okay
0: group. gotcha that's that's cool i did i didn't yeah. know that that you had a uh basically the german syndicate over there that's pretty that's pretty cool yeah we
2: we we, we need them because um in, in germany we are um like uh, uh we are not allowed to to go on strike mm. so like every normal um guy is allowed to go on strike uh, in germany um yeah. we uh as uh, employees to the state uh, are not allowed that, so we got those PBAs so they can they can go on strike for us.
0: Yeah, yep, and and it's the same here. I remember when I was in uh, middle school here, so uh, right before high school, my teachers went on strike, and that was a big deal. I, apparently, a couple of my teachers got arrested because teachers aren't supposed to go on strike, um, but they did. Yeah, it was it's
2: the same here.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was. That's uh, what what was
2: um, what, as we were um, just talking about the cars. Um, one thing that i was really impressed uh for a long time those uh laptops or computers you have on your cars yes where you can uh check everything and uh we still in the 21st century don't have that here oh, okay uh, so in our guys, cars we yeah you can turn on the lights and the and the uh the siren and uh some extra lights to uh but that's about it.
0: No, so, no uh, mobile data terminal, no MDT. No, and
2: we got some, we got some iPhones um, last year, so um, now we can can check some records and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and can see if the guy is is wanted, if if he has some pictures um, stuff like that, but um, not all these other stuff that you had for I don't know decades.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so, so let's say you get a you're you're driving your your area. Dispatch is gonna call you and say, hey, go to this area for a call, right? Yes. Okay, so just like that. And we've got,
2: um, in Hamburg, we have, um, uh, it's called Michel, Michel, that's the uh, dashboard, the the, uh, central station. And um, we've got five of those channels uh, around Hamburg. And we're on one channel, on channel three, uh, for example. And we have uh, four other um, stations on that channel. So they all get their, um, their calls from that. Okay. Otherwise we have a, like a small radio where there's, um, from our station, they call you, somebody called just us
0: mm-hmm. and said,
2: okay, you go there. and. and
0: okay. And then, um, so when they're, when dispatch is giving you a call, what do you do? Just pen and paper it? Like, okay, we got to go to this area, make contact with this guy.
2: Um, no, gladly We, um, in our, um, on our radio and, um, we we see uh the the, the street and uh, the mm. color and stuff like that so we don't have to write that down
0: gotcha i'm gonna have to have you take a picture of your your setup because i'm very interested in how it how it looks from a uh from your point of view yeah I can, uh, I can
2: i can i can do that
0: great great okay so i mean it's it sounds different but very similar at the same time it sounds like you have you deal with a lot of similar things that we do especially as far as a culture is concerned um so now I'm going to, I had a few of my Instagram followers ask me some questions for you. So I'm going to go ahead yeah. and, and ask them. All right. So here we go. My first question is from a female officer in the U S she says, I hear sexual assaults are really bad in Germany. Is there any truth in that?
2: I don't think um any different than any other, any others.
0: Gotcha. It's not like it's a, a highly prevailing uh, issue. There. No, no,
2: not at, not at all. We had some, some issues. Um, one, um, One New Year's Eve um, in in Cologne, there were uh, lots of girls attacked from uh, people from, I think it was Northern Africa and Syria. Mm -hmm. Um, That was really big in the media, but that was really like this one, only one time occasion.
0: Mm, Okay. Maybe that's what she's referring to. Next one I have is, how is policing in former East Germany?
2: Germany? Um, I think... um, now there's really not that much of a difference between East or former East and now West, uh, Germany. It's, uh, they got like almost the same, yeah, cars and all that stuff as we, um, uh, say the laws is, is exactly the same.
0: Right. It's so, been so many years since the fall that I feel like everything's kind of the same now, right?
2: Yeah, it's. Just, I mean, it's been over thirty years now. So um, yeah, so
0: I mean, that's yeah. that's more than a generation. So now I'm sure everything is kind of yeah. caught up to speed.
2: Normally, it's it's those same. That's the difference is not between east and west. It's in Germany, it's much north and south.
0: Mm,
1: so you okay.
2: make fun of people as we as I come from the north. We make people and we fun people from the south, and that's about G- it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. That's interesting. <laughs>
2: um,
0: this one we kind of touched on it. Uh what is the attitude of the citizens towards the police? We talked about that, but does the culture promote resisting like do you have people running from you fighting with you guys? Is that kind of like a oh yeah we have
2: that we have that almost every every day um that uh, people just don't don't do what what we want them to do and yeah we got lots of most of the time um people we arrest um who get into our ourselves um it's because they resisted uh in, right in it would climate. have been
0: something as simple yeah. as a as a ticket or a citation and it escalates to something far more
2: yeah normally you, know, you can you can just not that often that we take people to the stations most of the time you um you talk with the detectives on the phone and say okay just leave them there uh let them go and some people who who get so angry so um, we say, okay we we can't get, leave those those people on the street because we will get into fights with other stuff right and then that's then when we take the take them and in. then
0: and then when the detectives say you know leave them they're gonna follow up or maybe follow, file charges from there and then arrest them in the future. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Gotcha. Uh, next question is from my buddy Red Gun Squad. He wants to know why is Bavarian beer the best beer?
2: I don't know because it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> um, that's like what I what I was just referring to, North and South in in Germany. I think the northern the beer in northern Germany is much better than the Bavarian beer. Mm, they have some okay. good beer there, but I prefer a, a good pilsner or a good ale, and uh, we have those uh, much better here in, in Northern nice. Germany. He should nice. come to Hamburg, and I will show him some really good beer.
0: Nice. I'm gonna have to do it too. His <laughs> yeah. follow-up question to that is: is uh, is DWI or DUI a big issue in Germany?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's that's one of the things we were we were talking about, and that's completely. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter if you're wealthy or poor or. People drive drunk in a in a small car or in a Ferrari. And, sure, sure. Yeah, that's that's a big issue uh, here.
0: Well, of course. I mean, there's just so much beer going around that I mean, everyone's. <laughs> I think you're probably born with like a 0. .02 blood alcohol content.
2: <laughs> okay, we're not Irish here, but uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I mean,
0: it's still it's close. I mean, you guys do have beer fest there, right? Or October? Oh fest. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. October fest is uh, it's it's normally from from Bavaria from mm-hmm. from the south. Uh but uh, we've uh yeah, we celebrate that here too.
0: Gotcha. Is we we already answered this. Is policing state based or city based? We talked about that. Um Red Gun Squad, he asked a lot of questions. Uh he wants <laughs> to know he explain why the French suck. <laughs> uh
2: actually I have a really good uh really good uh friend who's from Paris. Um he's also a police officer, so um I don't know if he listens so I have to be really careful. Um <laughs> Uh, I think one one thing from um, which I realized from the from the French, um, you know, when I come to the US, and I think my English is is okay, but mm-hmm. like my wife's English is not that good, and I always recognize when people in the US or in, even in Ireland and England, when you try to speak their language like English, and you give your best, they appreciate that. In France, they say, okay, uh, you don't speak French, okay, fuck you. like uh, you're in my country you have to speak my language and every every other language and every other country oh they appreciate that you try Uh and that's that's one thing what i really don't like about the french
0: Mm, that's that's funny that's funny especially because you know the u.s within the u.s has a stereotype of like oh you, you 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 have a funny accent we're gonna give you a hard time but you're saying that it's much more appreciative than than people Give us credit. Yeah, that's what
2: a, that's what I got. To, I got to know over the
0: years. Nice. Also, Red Gun Squad says that you don't follow him, so you're dead to him. So be sure to give him a follow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I have a, another question. It says, "What what do you think about, or what do you think is weird about our laws, uh, as far as like search and seizure or giving Miranda rights, anything like that? Do you find any of the U.S. laws weird or unusual?" or or mm-hmm. a follow-up I'll, I'll add to it are they similar like do you have to read miranda rights before you ask questions yeah to... of course we do okay so that's i that's think
2: some... um most most of the laws i think are are pretty similar um, mm. uh, we're both democracies so yeah. um people have certain rights uh, uh even if sometimes uh, as a police officer you're not that yeah happy with those rights uh yeah. those people have but um in the end, I think it's good that they, that they have it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's not that, I think for, for normal, uh, for normal German it's uh, it's weird to see um, like when police officers in, are um, alone in their car and they talk to people that they really um, relatively fast uh, put them in handcuffs mm-hmm. because similarly they, they are alone. So they have no backup. Um, it really makes sense. But, when you see that here in Germany, it's like, okay, why it's, is he doing that? Right. He didn't do anything. Wait
0: for Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's, I think that's a little, little different because here normally, like I was talking to, um, we have two guys
0: uh-huh.
2: and, um, I think another thing is, um, what people here mostly don't understand that there's much more weapons, um, and, and firearms in the U.S. around than here in yeah. Germany, mm-hmm. the chance that, uh, you will uh, stop a car and, um, you will get shot i think it's
1: yeah. significantly
2: higher it,
0: yeah
2: yeah much higher and then so that's uh it's a totally um different approach you take when you go to a car in the us than here in germany mm. so that's what most people i think don't understand when they when there are those those videos around on on youtube or instagram where um people get shot uh from the police um they don't see what has taken to, to that? Like uh, in, in New York this, um the guy who just got, got shot last night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Rivero may rest in peace. Um, that's normally things that wouldn't happen in Germany because people, not many people have firearms. Mm. So and that's actually a totally different approach to the job.
0: That's actually my next question is what is gun violence like in Germany? Um, so what is, what are the gun laws in Germany?
2: The gun laws are really, really, really strict. no if even um I am allowed to uh, to carry my my gun my my service gun um, in private, um, but if I want to um, own a different gun, like just for myself,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's really, really hard um, to get a license to guide even to as a police officer. that gun even as a police officer my my friend uh, who I was referring to. He's an old school friend and he was in a, in a special um, unit like like SWAT
1: mm-hmm. in,
2: um, in my home home state. And one of his um, buddies wanted to, to buy, a, I, know, like a, I think, a, a Magnum 44. And he's using that same thing as a, as a revolver um, uh, when they're uh, it's, yeah it's special um, uh, things. And he wasn't allowed to, to buy that gun for himself.
0: Really? He had to say it was Even that purposes? guy. I mean, there's,
2: there's not many more people in, in, in Germany who um, have that knowledge about guns, like those people from SWAT, right? And mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to buy it.
0: Really?
1: So
2: the, the gun rules are really, really strict here. Gotcha. So you
0: don't, you don't come across firearms in, in your day-to-day work as much as the U.S. would?
2: No, no. Interesting. Most of the time, um, when people um, come to the station and they, they bring guns in, because um, they found them from um, dead relatives. Like my father died and he's got this one from, I don't know, six years ago and I want to bring it in because I don't want it and I don't need it. And that's most of the time when we are in, uh, yeah, when we get to.
0: That's when you're dealing with with guns. Interesting. That's very different. Um, this person asked, do you have case law, uh, standards like we do in the U S do they, this case law kind of guide your criminal proceedings?
2: It is, and it's very big. I think that's one of the reasons why we have to go to a police academy for two years.
0: Mm, To understand all the different laws and things like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. Um, This one, this is probably my favorite question, so hopefully you enjoy it too. What is the German version of donuts and
2: coffee? Is it sodas and strudel? (laughs) Um, It's definitely uh, coffee too. Um, Mm -hmm. We drink tons of coffee. Uh, I think when you when you do night shifts and those early shifts uh, there is no life without coffee I, absolutely every I, I, every I just, german police station there's there's coffee and actually I am uh, responsible for our coffee in our station and for 5 euros you get a monthly free rate you can try, drink as much coffee as you want so that's a good deal
0: oh that is good um, that is <laughs> so so um what about donuts are donuts big in in Germany or is it something else
2: uh you can you can get them but uh normally we have um in hamburg like we have a, a franzbrötchen it's okay. uh it's a kind of uh pie it's really sweet and uh and that's like our donut
0: okay okay but Again, it's a, gonna, it's a hamburg gonna... thing
2: it's a northern germany thing
0: hmm. okay i'm
2: going to have to have you
0: send all these different pictures in so i can attach it to the post when i make it this is this is great i i i will I'm... i will <laughs> I've got a big uh, wanderlust thing. You know, I just I love traveling. I've only ever traveled to Ireland, but I just want to travel and learn everything. So one day I'm going to have to take up your offer and go to Hamburg and, and we're going to have to try all these different things.
2: Oh, I will. You get a nice ride along and uh, we're going to have some nice beers and um, definitely. Sounds perfect. And I will come to to Florida this year and um, we'll have a nice beer. Perfect. That sounds great.
0: My, my one buddy, Eli, he asked, uh, do they do spot do they do on-spot cavity checks
2: on spot you have to explain that to me
0: uh i think he's asking like do you do like cavity searches of like <laughs> different crevices in the human body
2: oh um we have that uh with the, in the drug scene uh you have to take really yeah look really really good to find stuff and mm. yeah, we do that too
0: yeah gotcha <laughs> Um, do German police have a lax beard policy as German military members?
2: Um, no, normally, um, when you, uh, when you work in uniform and, uh, we have those, uh, like gas masks on the car and, uh, once a year you have to do a test and, uh, especially that one year you have to be really clean shaven. So, uh, when your beard gets too long, you get a nice talk with your superior officer.
0: Gotcha. So it has to be neat and trimmed and look professional yes gotcha uh what are pursuit policies like in germany
2: um when it gets too fast and too dangerous um uh you get told to stop and leave him running gotcha
0: do you get to um do you get to chase for everything over there or is it only specific crimes you get to chase cars for
2: i mean when you just want to want to stop a car um for no special reason just to do a, a a normal traffic uh inspection or stuff like that and he goes running you you can of course um chase him and mm-hmm. uh so i think that's not that uh different to to the u.s
0: it depends um I, where i've worked you can only stop or you can only chase a car if it's for a um like a forcible felony like a violent crime um other okay. than that you cannot so when you said that so you said you can do a spot vehicle inspection so let's say obviously you have uh moving violations, like if it were for running a stop sign or driving too fast mm-hmm. or things like that. Are you able just to stop cars, just to stop cars and then perform an inspection on the side of the road? Yes. Really? Interesting. Yes. So when you have, we those... have to, um,
2: we always have the right to check if the, uh, person is able to, uh, yeah, to drive. If he's, uh, mentally, uh, stable if, if he's uh, under the um, influence of any drugs or alcohol so we always uh allowed now to, to, to make cars. that
0: stop do you have a have to have a reason to stop or you can just pick a random car driving by and be like hey i'm gonna no. check that
2: car yeah we can do that that's really? only what we what we do with them um, Our um when our uh uh yeah trainees come from the police academy and um, they need to uh to learn that so that's one of the most time we do when especially on, on night shift when there's not much going on, like three in the morning and there's a car, okay, we're going to stop that one, uh, even if he didn't do anything.
0: Really? Okay, that's a big difference. Yeah. That's that's very interesting, because here you need to have a reason to stop a car, like an articulable reason to stop a car, not just, well, I want to see if he's impaired. Okay. Yeah, so even, I mean, it can be as, as simple as, well, not everywhere in the United States anymore, but it could be as simple as an equipment violation, like a headlight out or something like that, but you need to have mm-hmm. something that says, this is why I'm stopping this car. So that's a big difference. That's very interesting.
2: If you're stopping, um, if you're stopping him because uh, like his, his taillight is broken up, you have to tell tell the guy. Or mm-hmm. we stopped you because you were going on the other side of the road, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you tell them, okay, we're just stopping you to make normal traffic inspection and uh, yeah.
0: Interesting. That's very interesting. Um, this person wants to know how much do you love the G36?
2: <laughs> um, actually, um, we don't don't have it i had it when i was in the army and my uh buddy uh who was in the special unit he he got to uh work with it um but it's a real mess i don't think um i don't understand why the german army wants to get rid of it Don't mm. um, so think it's a good yeah, it's a good weapon
0: gotcha um this question is how do they handle search and seizure but you said it pretty much mimics uh the united states as far as that's concerned right yeah Okay. Except for the, the seizureing of people on traffic stops. That's amazing. I love that. Um, (laughs) I mean, well, I love that when we can actually enforce different things. Is it, so police service, is it more or less integrated into college programs and, or is it more highly selected?
2: No, it's um, you can, when you uh, like, when you graduated high school stuff like that, you can, uh, you can go direct to the police and do your like two and a half years training, or you can, Uh, You can study at a police college for three years. It's almost the same thing you learn, but in the end, um, this one has a higher rank when he's finished, the one who Mm -hmm. studies at the police college, than the normal officers who go to a police academy.
0: Gotcha. Very similar to... uh... Our military service whereas if you just enlist that's one thing but if you go into say a west point or a military a military college that's kind of the same yeah. idea come out as an officer and then uh the last question i have from my followers what language do their canine handlers use since ours use german and romanian
2: um i think they just use uh use german i don't know if they uh, use any other different language
0: gotcha okay so uh, they just speak to the dog in german like we do
2: yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, so. I didn't. I didn't know that they uh, they use German. Yeah. Yes. With Yeah. It's very
0: uh, very common to hear a police canine handler speak to their dog in German. I cool. think. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know if it's just because most of the dogs are German shepherds, so they're just speaking in their <laughs> na- native language. I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right, Jan. That go. That concludes the uh, the questions from the listeners. I really appreciate those. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to play some Signal Three, and then we're going to get out of here. All right. Okay. Sure. All right, everyone, stay tuned. Uh, we got to pay some bills. Here's a commercial. Did you know that in the years 2017 to 2018, the American obesity rate was over 42 percent? Did you further know that police officers are 25% more likely than the average American to die from obesity-related illnesses? These are diseases like diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and high blood pressure. So what do we do? Do we continue to stay victims to shift work and terrible nutrition options while going call to call? Or do we do something about it? Well, I decided to do something about it, and that's why I started working with Nick Wall Nutrition. Nick is one of less than 100 professional nutritionists in the entire United Kingdom and has worked with many professional athletes from soccer, rugby, cricket, and even Team Great Britain. And all of his plans are backed by pure scientific evidence. Eating the foods you love and losing weight doing it. No fad diets, no pills, no powders, and no god-awful detox teas. Nick is the real deal and was named Nutrition Specialist of the Year for the year 2019 to 2020. Check him out on Instagram at Nick Wall Nutrition or NickWallNutrition.com and join Nick's team and change your life. All right, we're back. I hope you uh refilled your coffee and strudel because here comes Signal 3 again. <laughs> we've got my buddy Jan here, my my new my new German friend, and uh we're going to play some Signal 3. You ready, Jan? I'm ready. Go. All right. If you could identify as a sandwich, what would it be?
2: Pastrami and rye?
0: Okay. Okay.
2: I, like I can that. see I like your that.
0: NYPD connection there. <laughs> <laughs> what is your dream vacation destination?
2: Oh, I think it's uh New Zealand.
0: Okay. that that would be nice um when you're not working what is your go-to day off alcoholic drink beer beer of course of course definitely beer (laughs) (laughs) um what was one of your most embarrassing bonehead rookie mistakes
2: oh there's tons of those um (laughs) uh, actually it's um so it was not that bad. Uh, we've got the American um, consulate in, in Hamburg, and um, we have to drive there around once, once every hour to, to check if everything's all right um, at the house. And uh, we call that uh, we have to get a time. And uh, we have a German newspaper that's called the time. Mm-hmm. So um, we were driving around there and checking that and, and before we went back to the station, oh, we have to get the newspaper. What newspaper? They said us to get a time. <laughs> I said, uh, no, no, we already did that. That's just an American concept just to check if everything's fine. Ah, okay. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> Everyone remembered that.
0: Right, right. So you thought you had to go pick up a, a copy of the newspaper, but it was, you had to get the actual yes. clock time. That was funny. Um, where's your favorite place to hang out on duty?
2: On duty. Uh, I think that's uh, at the radio car, just driving around, and um, especially when the weather is nice and. Enjoying the the sun and uh, mm. the nice Mercedes. Yeah, of course. Do you guys have like uh, <laughs> convenience
0: stores, like a Seven Eleven or anything like that over there?
2: Yeah, we do. We do. Is
0: it is it common for police officers to hang out at those places, like especially like overnight? Sadly, so
2: um, we don't we don't have that uh, that mm. here. Right? We have normal stores where you can get your coffee and uh, and donuts and stuff like that, but it's not uh, as common like in the U.S., where you have special uh, places where cops go and and you you don't you will never really never see uh cops in uniform like eating at a diner and really sitting down and eating. Really? As, uh, we it's I don't know why, but it's uh somehow it's uh, it's called not yeah. Not, not good safe. or whatever. Um, yeah, it's uh police officers just don't do that. They don't eat.
0: Oh, uh, they okay. Just work. So so you go and you, you eat at the station then? Yes. Interesting. Another another difference in uh, culture. What's your favorite cop movie?
2: Ooh, oh, there are so many. Um, I think one that I really really like is uh, Copland with Sylvester Stallone. Okay,
0: okay. Um, what is your favorite donut flavor?
2: Oh, uh, just a plain plain donut.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm really no, simple no. with that. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite police car you've ever driven?
2: I think that's just the newest version of the E class. From Mercedes.
0: Okay, sure. Uh, it would be mine too. Um, <laughs> if you're walking into the biggest moment in your life, what song are you listening to to get you hyped up?
2: Ooh. Okay, I'm really not that good with naming songs, so. I think one of the, uh, the main theme from, from Rocky.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Nice. That's yeah, that's I'm a common one yeah. that for sure. Yeah. What was your childhood dream job?
2: Pilot. I always wanted to be a pilot.
0: Nice. If you weren't a cop, what would you be doing?
2: I think I would have to go back to banking and I would hate that.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, What is the proudest moment of your law enforcement career?
2: (sighs) I think one of the proudest moments was when we all got, um, our unit got all safe back home after that um, G20 summit. Mm. Um, When, yeah, you really thought that someone would, would die during those, those days and when we all got back home and uh yeah we had a had a beer and uh everyone was really exhausted and that was i was really proud being with all those guys and what we endured during those days so that was that was a really yeah. proud moment
0: i i agree that's that's a great one um if you could tell one person something that they may misunderstand about germany what would it be
2: um i think so. Very much, very uh, lots of people always um think of Germany as uh Nazis and Hitler and all that stuff, and that you really think, okay, that's that's like 80 years gone, mm-hmm. and uh, right. we're much, much more than uh, a few generations uh, without all that stuff. And, sure, uh,
0: sure, uh, it's kind yeah. of like what we were saying about the East and West Germany, like that's it doesn't really exist anymore, that's not really, yeah, a it's, thing.
2: Just, uh, it's not there anymore
0: right that would be like you thinking that the united states is still you know civil war and slavery and all that stuff it's the same kind of uh it's it's an ignorant thing i think you know because yeah
2: and it, it really it really is but it's, a, it's uh... um it's a german it's a german thing too if um if you uh mean what i really like in the u.s um you you can be uh proud of your country and of your flag and all that stuff what uh the u.s accomplished and um Germany has a really long history and uh, mm. the, the whole Nazi thing is, is a really it's a terrible thing and we will, something like that will never occur again. But that's only a like, small part of, of, of sure. German history. and We yeah. have so much we can be proud of and you can be proud when you raise that, that German flag also. And uh, here in Germany, uh, you don't see really many people raising the German flag like on the German national holiday because you're called a Nazi and I'm like, okay, why I have mm. to be a Nazi just to be proud of what we accomplished during the last right. like 60 years or so. Yeah. So it's a German thing to too. Uh Yeah.
0: I understand that. Um, way before I was a cop, way before I was a cop, I was a, a history major. And one of the specialties that I did was European history. Um, especially the area era from like a couple of different areas, but, um, like that world war two leading up to world war one, that area and German learning about German history, especially as it became Germany. Uh, that was one of the main, uh, main things I like to focus on. So I agree. There's so much more to Germany than just the, the negative points in their history, just like the United States and anywhere else that may have similar kind of speckled history Everyone, I think every country has their point where it's like, all right, we're not going to talk about that. That's kind of embarrassing. Uh, but that's that's history, you know. What what's yeah. this? It's the saying, like you know, if if you fail to learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. I think it's the same idea. Um, yeah, just like the the United States will never have slavery again; it will never have the issues we had with uh, Native Americans and things like that. But we can't deny that that it existed because it obviously did. It's in the history books. Um, it, it is not glamorous is definitely not something to be proud of but there's so much more to our history than that same as germany i agree yeah
2: um
0: if you could describe your significant other in one word what would it be
2: in one word uh uh, lovely
0: (laughs) that's nice that's very nice (laughs) um let's see if what is the best piece of advice anyone ever gave you
2: just be yourself Mm mm-hmm
0: Yep, I like don't,
2: that. Don't try to try to make, you, you can't make it uh, make it perfect or you can't be the perfect one for everyone. So just be perfect for yourself and you will live a good life.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Very good. All right, so we're talking late night, watching some TV, watching some Netflix, whatever it is, whatever your favorite you know late night hobby is. What is your favorite late night snack to to eat with that?
2: Late night snack, um, a beer. Okay. Nice. Because in Germany, beer is uh, considered uh, uh, like something to eat. It's uh, oh, okay. like bread. So, sure.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah. there's, there's enough carbs in it. Yeah, so that, that makes sense. I think Americans need to start adhering to that too because you, there's so many empty calories and you might as well just count it as a snack. I agree. I like that. I like that. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> All right, Jan, this is our last question of the night. If you could share a meal with one person, dead or alive, that you've never met, who would it be and what would you
2: order? Oh order, I would definitely um, a steak, uh, a nice, nice German beer um, uh, with a nice steak. Uh, and as I'm a really, really uh, big baseball fan and Yankees fan, um, I think I would try to get uh, Derek Jeter mm-hmm. um, to sit down with me for that meal
0: nice that'd be great oh and okay second second question uh what okay let's say i'm going to germany for the first time ever what is a traditional german dish you would need to have your first time to germany traditional german dish you need to have
2: i think it really depends um uh where you are in germany like okay uh in bavaria it's uh pretzel and uh weisswurst uh the the white sausage Mm -hmm. um here in in hamburg it's totally different. Uh, uh, I will send you some pictures of, of what I think. It's too difficult to explain that.
0: Okay. Uh, it looks okay. like
2: somebody has eaten it already. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. It's, uh, it's a German uh, Labskaus, it's called. Um, okay. It's a German, northern German or more Hamburg special thing. Um, yeah, it depends okay. on the area in, in Germany
0: awesome i can't wait to see the picture I'm a, I'm a i'm a big whenever i travel i like to have whatever's customary in that area i don't like when i went to ireland so many people were getting chinese food or like burgers or whatever i'm like we could get that at home yeah. it could be whatever yeah. you got to eat the the genuine cuisine of the place that you're in so you know when i was in ireland, right, just,
2: just one one small small thing um yes, please. last time i was in new york um uh, a friend um i got through through the one from ireland from the Garda. Um, He's with the NYPD and he wanted to take us out for dinner. And he brought us to a German uh, restaurant in, in New York. Uh, <laughs> and, he said, and we said, why are you taking us here? Uh, because everyone says this is good German food. And I want you to know if they're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, we give that a try.
0: <laughs> it's like, you know where great German food is? Germany. Like I came to yeah. New York to try something else. That's funny. I had a girlfriend once. We yeah. went to New York and, uh, I was like, oh, we've got to get like a genuine New York sub. We need to have it. Like from a, from a uh, New York deli, we got to do it. She took me to Subway. I was like, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> oh, come on.
0: <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. And then we went to, then we tried again and we went to some gas station where I think the guy spit in our food. I was like, this is, you are the worst <laughs> New York tour guide ever. We got, I gotta, I gotta restack yeah. the deck with you. Uh, that's why she's, <laughs> she's an ex. Yeah, um, this was Very absolutely good. amazing. I uh, look forward, we're gonna, I gotta get your information. We got a patch trade. And uh if anyone Definitely. wanted to get in contact with you for the same thing, how do they contact you?
2: Um they can contact me uh via my email. It's shortstop at um gmx.net or um via Instagram there is uh, shortstop twenty-two nine
0: seventy-six. All right, perfect. And I will for everyone listening, I will tag that into the post and you can um Patch trade with Jan because, and ask him any of your German questions that you're dying to know after you sure. having this conversation. All absolutely. right. Jan, looking was,
2: forward to that.
0: Absolutely. Jan, thank you so much for your time. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank you very much. All take care and stay safe.
0: Thank you. Everyone listening, stay tuned, and we'll wrap it up in just a minute.
3: When der Schutzmann
0: And that concludes the episode today, folks. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that kind of folksy German music. I asked, uh, Jan what his like favorite folksy traditional German music was. And that's what he gave me. He gave me a couple things. That was the one that my girlfriend heard and was like, all right, yeah, that one. I I was going to pick one that I found that had a bunch of yodeling and stuff, whatever. So anyway, hopefully you guys liked it. Hopefully you guys got a, a kick out of it. We're going to be trying to do some more 108 international episodes. Uh, we're going to I'm really working on the Garda in Ireland uh, because that holds a place near and dear to my heart. The UK, Australia. I got a guy reaching out from the Netherlands, Greece. So we just got to tie these things down. These guys are kind of nervous about talking about it. And listen, if you don't speak English and you want to be on the show, I don't know how you're listening to me right now. But if you do, we'll make it work. I'll get Rosetta Stone. It don't matter. But anyway, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. As always, next week, we have Keith Thornton from Chicago he is a dispatcher he has a crazy story to tell if you don't know who Keith is he was the heroic dispatcher the night that Ella French was murdered and her partner Carlos Yanez was shot he was the one that guided the troops to find them and and save Carlos's life and and make a valiant attempt to save Miss Ella French. She has an amazing story spanning all different disciplines of public safety. Absolutely an amazing episode. And that is next week, next Thursday. And it will be actually February 24th. It'll be the day after my 32nd birthday. So it'll be my special uh, birthday. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please rate, review, subscribe. Check out the merch store, 10-8-memes.ecwid.com. Or you can check out the Instagram. There's links there as well. We got new merch coming this week. This month. And I can't wait for you guys to see it. But that is it for me today. Thank you guys so much for checking me out. The song that's about to end the show. Is going to be called Don't Make Me. By the band Rehasher. We will see you next week. And I'm going to have a full intro and outro. For next week's show. So hopefully you guys are ready for that. Until next time friends. Take care of each other. Stay safe. 10-8.
3: Out.